Scoven, and it's been a couple weeks and we're back in action. You're talking about Windwalkers and specifically the 6.1 changes and some ideas and thoughts on the eye level boost. And here to discuss today is Hina Lover. How are you doing today, Hina? I'm doing great. And then uh, uh, Calligraphy as well. Callie, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How's it going? Uh, good. And, uh, you know, for me, it's been great the last week. And I know I've talked with you, uh, Kelly, about this. You know, I was able to, you know, get into the new guild, rest in uh, Pepperoni's Archdruid. Uh, kind of imploded a little bit. I think everybody's, everybody in the in the rainy scene, probably everybody, that, um, you know, is listening now knows about it because of the video or the Twitch, the Twitch recording got like leaked well, around. So everybody kind of has you know, listened to it. <laughs> it's just really hard to put shield on more than three people. So, you know. <laughs> Sorry, that probably sounded a little bit bitchy. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, I mean, it's it's one of those things, you know, happens in guilds. You know, people just get a little, I guess you can say, um, tired with maybe just attitudes or how people are handling situations and frustration really kicks in. And it's unfortunate, but it happens. But uh, I've actually joined a new guild and adapt. I'm Alliance now with uh, calligraphy. So I'm going to be the one of the Alliance people. I've I've still lost in my garrison. So I, I need I might need some pointers from you, calligraphy, on how to do that. Well, well, actually, I'm in the same boat. Oh, you're, you're alliance too, right? Yeah, I'm alliance too. Oh, that's right. So oh, we're all alliance now. alliance now. Yeah, we're yeah. all alliance. But, Nobody likes hard anymore. The hard <laughs> garrisons were too ugly. <laughs> yeah, but I'm with uh, the same guild that Sunnier is in. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, it's just the alliance garrison is so much nicer, but everything's like in in better location. I mean, the one thing I'm really pissed off about is the. <laughs> The lumber mill quests, they had to do them again, which is great because you get free resources for them now. You get like 600 free resources, but it's like super easy. You just like go outside your garrison and they're right there with a horde. You have to like trek across like half the map to find it. And so. people are saying that for some reason, you know, Blizzard has a horde leaning or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, it's really nice, you know, being able to get in there, you know, got a couple of progression kills with them. Uh, Flamebender. Well, I mean... Flame, well, for them, Hans and Franz, Flamebender, and then also going to be working on Chromog today, and so hopefully get that down. Um, you know, it's it's really strange because like the one fight monks aren't like the best at, but are okay. Is like Chromog, you know, you think they would be good, but like you know, Chi burst um, is like eighty percent of my damage on that fight. It's pretty I would insane. say that Windwalker is very good. We're not going to look as good for overall damage because yeah. we're not Boomkins and we're not DKs. But overall, I think that we're extremely good for that because of the pillars mm -hmm. our pillar damage yeah and using scf on the pillars like, like a lot of people are saying oh touch of death but i'm like no it, it's honestly scf because we can just hit every pillar oh yeah. really has to be on that pillar well whatever i'm gonna be on this one anyway because i'm on both yeah the one thing i really hate though about that fight in particular which i'm sure you're right uh, you're gonna set them in as well is the the ground stuff i hate oh, that yeah. so much because you know it's great when you're off by your own, by yourself, but then like other melee come in and they're just like running around in circles around the, the pillar, like why just stay in a spot. And then that way you can kind of funnel them to spawn there. Yeah. And that's really sucked <laughs> for myself. Cause it's just like really hard to see them and everything. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it's really great. SCF is good. I do have it kind of going out of range sometimes when it's like the far right one. And if you're on the far left, um, so that's like, I think it's like right on it's 40 best yards to stay center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't quite fade after 40 yards. Like there's a little bit of variance yeah. there, but, um, yeah, I told my guild leader, like he was yelling at me like, no, I'm staying in center <laughs> because this is what my talent is. This is yeah. my utility. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a we had a bit of a row with that. But I'm like, <laughs> no, no, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's really great though. I mean, but Touch of Death, you know, has saved is definitely and definitely in progression. It's really helpful because you can just touch a death a pillar. You know, just like really close, like maybe 0.5 seconds from where and it's going to despawn. You kill it, you know, right when it's about to despawn. So that's really nice. But uh, um, it's a really interesting fight. And it just happens to where, you know, Chi Burst, the buff really definitely helped, at least as far as I could tell. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, and it's also like strained on that fight, too, because, uh, you know, really depends on how your, uh, your group makeup is as far as talent choices are concerned. Um, I've seen some monks go like rushing did win because they're like in the middle because they maybe don't have two warlocks or th- or even one warlock. So it's you know or hunters or moonkins. I got three warlocks. <laughs> Rip. Three, war- three warlocks and a boomkin. Uh, yeah, I literally just sit there. I hit my cheat burst. I do SDK till I'm out of money, and then I run back to the yeah. boss. Yeah, well, I'm in a corner where it's like the forget me corner, so I have to like churn out. Like, I just I basically have to like save everything for that because if not, we'll just die because we're like in the off in the boonies corner type of thing. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things to where you know it's a, it's a fun fight. I actually really like it. I mean, it's really fun and engaging. It's not. It is even it's a somewhat repetitive. It's just you know it's it's really short. It's not like it doesn't seem like it's a, a long fight at all. Kind of like Flamebender. I mean, Flamebender is probably one of my favorite fights now that I've actually you know progressed on it and seen you know how to play it. It's it's really nice. It's really fun. It really shows well for the monk toolkit as well. Yeah, um, I think I think it's really interesting getting towards these later fights, looking at them. I mean, even Train Boss, where it's more about you know blowing up as much blade, press the blade storm button for most most people. Um, it's going it to be really good because you know you can SEF on the the train turrets, yep. and you don't you're basically helping your guild out by doing that and be able to get those down and and so it's going to be very interesting when I at least when I progress on that and of course I know Cal you're on he said you're on maidens the monk um, the actually monk we lord fight maidens. oh you oh, you're down maidens that's right yep. yeah. Yep, yeah. we're on Blast Furnace now. Yeah, and then, oh god. <laughs> well, what? But that's actually a good monk one too, and on Mythic specifically because yeah. the ads just continuously flow, and so yep. uh, you have to ha- you have to go SEF Chi Chi uh, burst. I mean, uh, not Chi burst. Uh, well, yeah, Chi um, burst. But actually, I'm going Serenity because oh, Serenity. It, okay. Yeah, it looks like it's an AOE fight, but whenever you get down into kind of the mechanics of it, it's actually a two to three cleave fight that turns into a single target fight. Okay. So, yeah, Serenity is likely the way to go, except for whenever you're progressing on phase one. But <laughs> I went ahead yeah. and went to Serenity because it just made more sense. And and then I would guess that Rushing Jade Wind would be the priority as well because you're going to want to have at least some AoE at the beginning. But even like Zwen isn't going to be as big of a oomph at, at towards um, the end of the fight or are you actually, going just full single target? I went almost full single target. I went ahead and went with Cheebers because apparently Cheebers is just going to be good for like every fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that is kind of, you know, the AOE that you can do every 30 seconds. So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of your burst AOE spell in a sense. And then also um, the healing is really good with it, which is oh, interesting. Yeah. Like it actually is actually, like, it's a 20 um, to 30 K heal for everybody. Interesting, the interesting thing is actually Zen Sphere is much higher healing. So this, this can go in our level 30 talent talk. <laughs> yeah. um, if you want to spec more toward healing, I would actually go with Zen Sphere because um, the detonation I found looking through logs and stuff can be as much as one to 1.5 million. Whereas with Chi Burst, even using it on cooldown is like maybe 700k. So okay. yeah, Zen Sphere is actually healing for double that, which is actually really interesting. It's mainly because of the detonate, which I know we've discussed yep. this previously, and he never ever you kind of you touched on this yeah. when we were first discussing the changes that the the detonate is actually the biggest oomph for the damage oh. component and the healing. Mm-hmm. And I know I kind of bumped on you on Twitter, uh, I think it was yesterday about that, about some information on the forums about 
uh, you know, people kind of giving like saying, oh, use this because it's better. But then, you know, going into it, it's even though it is better on paper, when you look at the actual mathematics in practice and RNG, it's just, uh, you know, I'll let you take care of it because uh, I think you explained it perfectly. Yeah, basically, uh, if you cannot handle uh, either a dealing with uh, to uh, the timing of uh, two Zen spheres or just can't uh, just basically cannot uh, handle just dealing with multiple uh, multiple Zen spheres or whatnot, going with Chi Wave is fine. Uh, They're just they're about even uh, individually. But uh, the extra oomph is getting that second Zen sphere out every 10 seconds. Yeah. And I want to add just from looking at logs and such, like there are actually quite a lot of logs with people who are expecting a Zen sphere, but, you know, maybe they're not actually juggling them. And part of it is just how you're kind of maintaining your GCDs, because keep in mind that like it's still very important to not be delaying your fist of fury, not be delaying um, your RSK and, you know, the most important thing: don't be casting it during Serenity. Just don't. <laughs> but it's it's off came off cooldown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I even mentioned before is the fact that even me, I'm uh, I'll get Zen Sphere uh, coming off cooldown right when Fist of Fury uh, is about to be cast, and so that's four seconds of the six second window for that second Zen Sphere. So even for me, I'm not able to get it perfectly every 10 seconds yeah and that's okay because to be honest like we said you know the detonation is most of um the damage from it but at the same time it's also not going to be doing as much damage if you could be using that gcd for something like a blackout kick or a rising sun kick or basically anything else and i think the one thing too with especially with a lot of these single target fights is that people have to realize that it's going into the component of other players where their positioning is. I mean, yep. if you throw it on someone, your secondary character, or they, I know someone mentioned the threat that they die, that you're not going to be able to, you have to like refocus mid fight and everything like that. Oh yeah. That's like the biggest thing for me is like, I have one person, a friend of mine in grade that I'm like, okay, you always get my balls. That's what we called them. Cause you know, I mean, let's face it. Someone was thinking something whenever they made that spell and the graphic for it. Um, but you know, when they die, I'm like, well, crap, you know, now I have to figure out another target. And the other uh, suggestion for that is uh, if you can handle doing a, a mouse over macro. Uh, but yes. Yeah, that's just too much to bother with, though. Uh, some people, are, they're able to do it. Other people, like you or me, you would much prefer just doing focus macros. Yeah, exactly. Because with the focus macro, like I said, you know, you probably saw my week where, where I just have it highlight the button that I need to hit next because I don't really want to be paying attention to, okay, this person's lower, that person's low. I'm not, you know, I, whenever I play my melee DPS spec, I don't have my UI set up to heal because I'm not a healer. Yeah, exactly. And and it may, mainly with the, uh, the two different uh, spells, you know, mathematically, it's about the same. I got a hell, yep. I, helling animal here. Oh, yeah. For, well, for, for calls and helling animals near me. One to one, they're about the same. Is that just that extra six second window is what pulls Zen Sphere above? But it's just the management of that uh, is not for everyone. Yep, and it's like what maybe a one k difference at most. And even then, if you look at logs, it's going to yeah. be more about pushing your other buttons. Um. So, ba- <sighs> no, okay, now I'm. Completely out of ideas. <laughs> I, 
think people are kind of worrying about it too much. Like the big thing that I've noticed is that Zensphere is good for maybe one fight at this point. Because every other fight you can just spec into Chi Burst. And the only one I found it useful for, other than probably Black Hand, is Gruel. <laughs> and there's not much to do in Gruel anyway, so might as well juggle it. Yeah, uh, well, the um, I know the, one, uh, the other thing that keeps coming up is when to use each one. Because of the ways uh, Storm, Earth, and Fire is uh, designed, um, Zensphere is not designed for uh, Storm, Earth, and Fire. Because if you use it uh, the second time, it's, uh, the Storm, Earth, and Fire uh, Zensphere is not going to detonate. Yeah. Uh, the As, other thing, Hina, how, when does Chi Burst kind of uh, break even? I recall our early math was at two targets. Is that still the case? uh it's like two and a half okay so in that case like even if if you are in a fight that requires sdf it's probably better just to go with chi burst anyway um it depends on where they're at like uh yeah. iron maidens where they're all grouped up yeah storm uh chi burst um uh, operator thogar again chi burst definitely um uh, Blast Furnace, yes. Cheap, uh, cheaper. I'm still not seeing any Zen Sphere here. <laughs> uh, the only one I can think for Zen Sphere uh, would be Black Hand because. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. No. Gruel. Gruel is Zen Sphere. Gruel is Zen Sphere. most likely uh, yeah. Zen Sphere. Uh, Orgorger is definitely Zen Sphere. I forgot yeah. about him. Yeah. It was also the one thing I bonus about Orgorger, though, too, is actually that's probably going to be the best Zen Sphere fight. Because most likely your melee are going to get dropped below the 30% threshold or 35%, therefore triggering the detonate more frequently. Yep. So you're actually going to get a lot more oomph out of it. Like, you know, you could probably just put it on yourself actually at that point. Because, you know, I think at least when he's doing the Blackrock, if, if you have melee stacking on the, the same side, I mean, I know some guilds do like a split side. But, I mean, most likely you'll be able to actually proc the proc the detonate a lot uh, more efficiently. Yeah, our guild yeah. is uh, working with the... Um the easy phase two quote unquote strat where it's uh you well you basically group up and you have two groups one yeah. goes and then sorry one goes to the south one goes to the east the south group works in the middle while the east groups works on the outside yeah it's, it's seeing that fight for the first time is very like i was like what am i doing i have no idea what i'm doing and it's just like running around like kill this one now it's like okay kill like touch of death they're good. Yep. <laughs> That's like, yeah. for like a monk, it's like, especially for that strat, you really can't do where you put like a normal or heroic, you could just throw SCF up on any random one and you know, do good damage there. You just basically have to like, you know, save all your cooldowns for when it's in the, the non-rolling phase. Yeah. See, I didn't progress on that fight um, because that was, for us, that progression came, you know, prior to all the monk buffs. So I was like to my guild leader, no, we suck. Bring someone else. <laughs> And then I was also looking at the gear. I'm like, yeah, this gear sucks. Bring someone else. But that staff, though, has what? What does it have? A, it's Mastery that, Crit. Yeah, Mastery Crit. Isn't that so that, good? That's a Brewmaster staff. Come I on. I have it for my Brewmaster spec already. I I got it the first night um, we saw the, or I saw the fight, which was the only night. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny because uh, uh, my guild was like, oh, hey, you want this staff? And I was like, no, you, it's not that good. It's the. I was like, uh, be, uh, Beast Lord is way better. Staff. Yeah, you either want to go with Hands and Friends or you want to go with Beast Lord. Yeah, which I already have actually Hands and Friends one-hander, but, you know, two-handers is just better. And then even it looking is. at the parses as well, 
from people adding in uh, the 6.1 buffs on SimCraft. It's just two-handers just looks like taking a bigger lead. It is about, it, well, two-handers is about a 1% uh, in, increase yeah. over two one-handers. And the stats on that polearm are just so perfect for us. I know, I mean, exactly. I would, I would prefer to have haste on it, but even the haste on the hands and friends stuff just didn't pull it ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, haste multi-strike would be really good, or even even uh, multi-strike versatility. I would I probably prefer over the crit, but that's just yeah. mainly you know going for the full BIS build where you're wanting to get you know especially with the black hand trinket, you're gonna want to maybe dump away some of that crit into like a versatility or, or obviously haste being mm-hmm. a lot better. Possibly, I mean, a lot of the gear that we're going for anyway that has more multi-strike on it. Um, most of that already has versatility. For example, the Flame Better Ring has a much bigger multi-strike uh, budget yeah. than um, the crit one. And a lot of the other gear that you know is crit versatility, I, I think there's a few off pieces. Um, the bracers. Even with those. Yeah, the bracers, for example. You know, they I believe those actually also have more multi-strike. So just all in all, it's usually the gear with versatility is better. Mm-hmm. And Boring, one- but better. And then I guess it's kind of really actually nice, good transition talking about the gear that actually drops in there and then transitioning into the next topic I want to talk about, which is obviously the five point or I mean the five item level boost that we kind of gotten. And I noticed a difference in just more stats. I mean, that's for me, that's why I noticed right away. I have more stats and also being able to just say, okay, I have this high mall item that I was using, but this new heroic item is way better for just the stats because the stats are better, are better itemized than the, the high mall item. Is that kind of what you're seeing as well, uh, Hino? Yeah. I'll start with you with how the numbers uh, are looking. Basically the same thing. Uh, even for me, um, I was using uh, double high mall weapons. Uh, I've We just killed uh, Beast Lord the first time on th- Thursday. Uh, and so basically I uh, switched out one of the weapons I had from high mall to the uh, Hans and Franz maze. Uh, so it was like, a side grade, but better itemized stats. Yep. And, but uh, in in terms of raid composition, because uh, our first day was actually Wednesday, which was the day that our <laughs> yeah that the uh, item levels went in, you could see a massive increase in our raid DPS just from the five item models. Uh, well. I mean, overall, upon average, typically it's like, what, a 1% to 2% bonus per item level for each class? I mean, obviously there's some variance depending on stats and a lot of other things, but that's usually upon average what it is. Yeah, but uh, we were getting 99% on uh, kill times in yeah. heroic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, not just that. Like you're able to like just think, oh man, this is that was a terrible pull just based on like how you felt you performed, and your ranking are like ninety five, ninety six percentile yep. because just that boost is. Because that's what I'm pointing out it. is that it's like a ten plus percent boost in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, especially in the trinkets too, right? I mean, doesn't that that boost really? Oh yeah, it helps. Oh yeah, it, it helps them the more. And, and, it's, and I, saw, I was kind of talking with some guildies about the item level boost because they're just thinking, oh, you're just going to get five item levels. It's not that much, but in reality, it's really buffing your like if your cal- weapons are high calculation, you're getting a buff there. And if you use those trinkets for the massive majority of your damage output, like for instance the uh, the the heart, beating heart or uh, is is you know. That's getting a bigger boost, so you're going to be getting a higher multi-strike chance with that. And it just makes it overall just a – especially for Monk because, you know, needing that multi-strike 
And since everything is really good in BRF for multi-strike, it just helps us out, I think, a lot more than maybe other classes. It's like looking at – someone did a, a spreadsheet. I think it was on like Competitive WoW subreddit. And uh, it, it seemed like that it was – monks were actually pretty high up there. Like around the top classes of getting the five item level boosts helped out the most. Did you feel that same way? Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, yeah. But, you know, they never confirmed on the official forums whether or not they also increased, you know, the stats and stuff or whatever that quote was. It was amazing. Oh, I mean, the, that they increased. I mean, they actually increased stats <laughs> and some items. Stats. No, no, there was a quote on the official forums that we've been teasing one of our gillies because she quoted it just as our raid leader logs in where she's like, well, does that mean they're going to increase the stats on the items? And he's like, wait, seriously, are you asking that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, one uh, this may lead into the next topic quite nicely is the fact that because we got the extra item buffs, one thing to keep in mind is the fact that um, uh, with all uh, trinket procs, weapon enchant procs, and whatnot, be careful about hitting 100% multi-strike because mm-hmm. theoretically, if you can get uh, beating hard to go, scales to go, and say a double proc of frost wolf going, plus tiger strikes, which is not unheard of at the start of the fight, but it does happen every so often during the fight, you can hit 100% multi strike. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, that's a major reason why we're not using like scales of doom in addition yeah. to beating heart. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm just saying because yeah, and it fact. does kind of lead into like one of the main questions that I get all the time is, you know, why are you using a haste enchant, which I actually swapped to frost wolf very recently, and it's like because I'm, you know, I'm hitting that cap, and right now haste is just a little bit more valuable for me, and a lot of monks you'll see are also swapping to it. However, comma, however, I guess um, the big thing to understand is that even with beating heart of the mountain and tiger strikes procs up. It's still good to be as close to cap without having both of those mm-hmm. up as you can. It's still going to be a damage increase because, I mean, let's face it, that's what we typically refer to as Jesus. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. Well, and the, the one thing, too, is actually just to going into this because recently I was able actually to be over the cap. I was at sitting around with scales and beating heart when I uh, was able to get that. I was at like around... I would say like a hundred and eight percent or something with all of its proct, but then yep. when I sim it and I add more multi strike as far as gems or enchants, I actually do more DPS. Like the, it's actually yeah. simming higher, and that's just like you said, it's a result of well, if you have to think about the non eight seconds or ten seconds that these will be all stacked up with each other, and that's yeah, exactly it, what was it's happening. It's overall a gain, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the big thing with that is, you know, again, that is just a few seconds, and it's not going to happen all the time. Um, what, it, what it means though is that on the poll you're going to be doing godly DPS. That's yeah, what it's going to mean. Exactly. You're going to be mo- yeah. You'll be really good at the start. I would say it's probably going to happen once we're capping with just Tiger Strikes alone. Because keep in mind that's something that's kind. I believe that is something that's scaling. I was about to say something like, actually, now I don't remember if it's scaling, but I'm fairly sure it is because it's 25 percent flat, not your 25 yes. percent base. Yes, flat. So what you're looking at is probably closer to. We're probably going to be seeing the cap at likely around 60% would be my estimate because that accounts soft, for also soft having a cap or yeah, a soft cap hard cap. Yeah. Of course is a hundred percent. You don't get anything. Well, after yeah. you have 100%. <laughs> well, you get diminishing returns with more uh, multi-strike you get. Yeah. Uh, and kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, 60% uh, to 61%. Uh, it will, 
basically not to help you as much as what it was at 60. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But also so, at a point too, it comes into play where haste is going to be just better oomph because at, at that point, you're just going to want more haste for, you know, energy for GCDs to be able to push through with those multi-strike uh, timings as well as I believe isn't it, it's also going to increase the chance of tiger strikes being up correct because of RPPM yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. so like it's just at that point where you're gonna say okay you know dump it into haste and you know I'm not there yet uh, with with uh, my percentage I think I'm around like almost 30 percent just without any, any food or anything so I mean I'm pretty close to being there but uh, you know it's one of those I, I don't I don't know I don't think we'll be able to get it at this tier but I, I can either. see I can see the next tier us reaching that pretty easily of course depending if the next tier is like the final tier or you know what's going on as far as that's concerned yeah um yeah it, 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 there's a lot of talk about next tier being the last tier of the expansion yeah. so it could very well but even then um I could see uh well, even now, it requires a lot of haze just to get to um, get get going. So it's yeah. like ninety haze per uh, per, and most people are sitting around like what seventy haze right now. Yeah, it doesn't. It seems like that with the, the even though with the buff to haste, you know, where haste actually was a little bit more powerful, it didn't really. You know, it's not really going back to the five point four monk. Like it's not going back to the uh, the mop uh, monk. Where you just cap GCDs, where you just have to burn through as many GCDs as you can. It just it still has that lag time. You know, obviously that when you know lust or heroes popped, you're gonna be most likely GCD capped. Uh, but you know, I can even pop like for instance on you know maidens. You know, let's switch the fight most people are on right now. You know, you could pop EB during lust at the beginning if you lust there and still be fine because you're really not gonna be cap. You're gonna be pretty close, but you're probably not gonna be capping, and you can get a lot of nice four four chi. Uh, uh, chi explosions there and be able to you know crank out and then also be able to stack up that uh, tiger eye brew really insanely quickly which yeah I mean I agree I agree with you Hina I think I think this next tier is going to be the last tier just because of how it just feels to play the game I and mean, it feels like we're about reaching Siege Orgrimmar as far like right now it feels like 5.2 yeah. As far as how the characters, how the power feels, it feels like we're there. We're like just about to be powerful. We, I feel like okay, we're in a good spot. It feels fun to play, but then I feel like another tier, and then if they try to add on another one after that, we'll just be oh, we'll be like trying to reach crit caps and and haste caps and things like that. Where well, just, I capped on every other stat, so I might as well cap on mastery. <laughs> exactly, or versatility, <laughs> or yeah, you know, mastery. Never say that. That's like uh, no, thank you. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it feels that way though. Unless they decide to go with another, uh, let's give them another mastery. Oh. Yeah, like, dam- damage, yes, give them a damage percentage mastery after they stacked and got all this ma- this haste and multi strike gear because they didn't like mastery, so they have to go back and try to farm Block Rock Foundry again to get all this mastery gear. <laughs> Wait, what mastery in <laughs> Block Rock Foundry? Well, I mean, there's just a few items here or there, but it's, items, it's, yeah. ma- it's mainly like off pieces. Yeah, I know, but it's like barely any, but. Besides the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's really interesting to see how that plays out. But then uh, going w- also with another question that, you know, gets popped up all the time. And it's one of the ones that I'm kind of interested to to get your take on it. And that's really the trinket rankings. And like you mentioned, like, why are you using this haste enchant using haste, you know, maybe uh, uh, gems or anything like that? 
Um, it, it seems like for the trinkets, I mean, people are still saying, you know, use scales and scales up there. But with this five item level boost with the agility that you're getting flat out from, say, the black hand trinket, how, how are you seeing the weights? Are they have they changed a little bit or have they not? They really have not. Um, for, they, I did a quick sim uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, I was actually uh, attempting to do a thorough testing uh, simming of all the trinkets. Uh, <laughs> only my computer crashed in the process, <laughs> but I was able to get a, a quick sim beforehand. And basically, what I was seeing was uh, uh, trying to pull up the list real quick. Uh, uh, ba- okay, basically it was uh, beating heart, humming. Uh, then it was what was it? It was scale. Uh, sorry, beating heart, humming, meaty. Then scales. Then it was uh, stone of fire, and then it was uh, the lower version of beating. And then about halfway down was the uh, capacitor from black. Uh, uh, Black Rock, uh, sorry, High Mall. So what it, what it looks like then is that the actually the alchemy trinket is a fully buffed. So like the five, so through uh, was it the six eighty? Is it six eighty five now too? Is that did they get those I, get buffed up as well? Or I thought they're six eighty. Uh, the Stone of Fire got buffed by uh, five levels, but so that's six eighty five as well. So basically, it's if you don't have it, now is that mythic at the top or is that heroic that you have at the top? A uh, mythic at the top. Okay, so basically, if you're unable to get a myth, so if you don't have a mythic, then going with mythic scales and mythic stone of fire are actually a better, higher DPS increase over the other ones. Uh, basically, yeah. Okay, and then and then obviously, if you have uh, you know like a heroic or a heroic warforge, that'll be below the uh, the heroic versions of the BRF trinkets. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, I really didn't do any uh, testing with Thoric Warforged because that just skews everything. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it seems logical, though, right? I mean, you're going to go with the the all the any – if you have a Mythic Trinket, use it. It's going to be better because not just because of the, the proc being insanely high, but the agility on it is really good. So that's going to be up there. And then below that will be – it's really weird that Stone of Fire is up there like right, right with even the Heroic BRF Trinkets. Well, what people seem to forget is that versatility isn't cr- – isn't- yeah. a bad stat it's a boring stat there's a huge <laughs> difference well i mean i knew i found that out when i actually had to use it for because i wasn't able to get a scales off the bat and i actually was doing good damage and simming yep. good damage with it where scales at, i mean even though normal scales was technically better than it because of the multi-strike but it was like right there with it even though it wasn't that bad so you yeah know, the, multi- the, thing- the versatility isn't actually as bad as people think yeah, the thing with skills, too, is that we're not necessarily saying it's bad because actually I think that in a lot of ways it's better than beating heart for some of the shorter fights, such as maybe a four-minute gruel, simply because you're going to get more procs out of it than you know something that's two minutes, You know, provided you can also sync it with Serenity. Yeah. But I also think that um, the beating heart, the unused one is definitely a lot better. I'm definitely using it for gruel now, and I haven't yet DE'd scales of doom but it's it's getting close to there well yeah, i mean i was able to get the uh the black hand trick trinket and then i also have you know the beating heart so those are just pushing over my heroic warford scales it just the other one is just a little bit better a little bit stronger the be the actually the the black hand one seems to proc quite often i'm actually pretty shocked with how often it's up and i think it's because it has that detonator style of 
yep. a proc in it. So it, it's up for a little bit of a longer time than you would think it would be. And, you know, even though it doesn't, you know, there's no snapshotting anymore, which is sad face because it'd be really nice to snapshot at like, you know, 60% crit when it's all the way uh, buffed up. Um, it still is a really great trinket. and uh, It is. And I, everyone should hate me because I have it uh, Herrick Warforged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boo. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, tonight we're supposed to be clearing out Blackhand, so maybe I'll be able to get a good roll on that. <laughs> good luck. Um, but then I guess, yeah, so so I guess it's really strange with, like, rule, though. And this is for, you said this is for Serenity you did it for, Hina Lever, the test, the sim? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, like I said, it was just a quick sim before I was going to go into, uh, but I was going to go into uh, other sims, like, uh Two target cleave and four target uh, AOE, and I did those for the those uh, the individual trinkets, and as expected, Meaty came uh, came out on top uh, for four target AOE, but uh, two target cleave, it was basically the same order uh, as the uh, single target, which makes sense to me because Meaty is just so good with that multi strike component in there. I mean, you can almost get to the cap with just that and your Tiger Strike. So it makes a lot of sense to me, especially with being a higher item level. Um, I'm trying to think. It's just really strange that uh, that the uh, that that the, the haste, though. But then again, I think we discussed this, uh, Callie, uh, yeah. previously, that the haste, it just people just tunnel that into being multi-strike, I mean, um, multi-target only. But with the buff and how it actually works out, it's you know the second best stat now for a single target. It is, but the thing is that the crit from the black hand trinket is a lot better, and I've actually been passing it to our rogues because I'm a nice person, and I just I think it's a lot better for them than you know my current giving up my current setup. Well, it's also really good for hunters as well, and like yeah, um, and and I think I think ferals too, but I'm not sure on oh, that. Oh yeah, ferals. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, so it's one of those ones where it's like, okay, we can use it. It's really good for, you know, a check spam, but we're I think we're pretty fine with that as well. I mean, I went, I mean, I'm still using, even when we did a heroic one, I was still using uh, the Beating Heart and the Black Hand one. I, I didn't swap to my lower item level uh, meaty that I have because I was just thinking, you know, it's I think we'll be fine. And, and it was, I mean, it wasn't as much, you know, I maybe missed out a couple GCDs or a couple, you know, four proc, four proc, uh, uh, checks is but I, it, overall it seems like it's good but obviously if you get a mythic one that's going to be a little superior a little more powerful especially if you if you only have heroics at the moment yeah basically i i agree like if if it's between that and maybe a lower end trinket definitely go for the meaty you know you, you don't have to be as nice of a person as me <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh, i coined meaty uh nice. so i so i didn't have to deal with it but be, uh, sorry, I, sorry. I take that back. I coined both beating heart and meaty, so I, I didn't have to pass to anyone for it. Even though we really haven't seen many trinkets drop. Yeah, which, yeah exactly. That's the same thing that we were kind of experiencing too. Is trinkets are just you know few and far between, and it's just it's unfortunate because they're so good compared to the high mall ones. But then also you know with the five item level boost, it's going to be very interesting to see how because we did some farm with it already. Um, you know, without the high level boost. So to see how actually other classes play into that, you know, how they're prioritizing, you know, maybe you think, Oh, I'm going to be getting this because they have a mythic, you know, high mall item. That's still pretty, really good for them. It's better, good itemized. And they're upgrading to a, you know, their upgrade is a little smaller than my larger upgrade upgrading from a 
level 680 item. So um, I think it's one thing we're going to have to just see how it's going forward. Uh, but then going into the last question, we kind of touched on it a little bit at the beginning of the show and kind of sporadically, but just want to kind of get your guys' take since, you know, it's been 6.1 has been out for a little while. And how do you think, I mean, kind of touched on how monks are feeling like really good, really powerful right now, but I mean, not powerful, but in a good spot right now. Uh, I'll start with you, Callie. And what do you kind of, how are you feeling 6.1 has been treating for the monk? And how do you think it's uh, looking like going forward? I think that, you know, we're in a really good spot. We're not overpowered. We're not underpowered. Um, I think we're actually fairly well balanced overall. We're not going to be number one on any fight, unfortunately, you know, without just really, really good procs. I've seen some, you know, who were number one on Gruul and such, but again, those were pretty godlike procs. So I, you know, I, I can't see us getting any nerfs, but you know, maybe a buffer here or two wouldn't be a bad thing. And then Ohina liver, I, was, I think uh, I'd chime in there. <laughs> uh, well, basically, I, I would actually make one minor nerf uh, more than anything else, and that's to Stormwrath and Fire. Uh, I, I still feel like Stormwrath and Fire just it's a little too strong for other spell, and I can see them nerfing the bonus damage from Stormwrath and Fire just a hair, uh, but. Not a, not something like oh we're going to nerf it one hundred percent nerf uh, to what it is. So yeah, the reason why I wouldn't nerf it is simply because it is kind of our niche. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, but if they can fix some of the bugs with it, sure. I, yeah. I'll, <laughs> Good luck with. You that. mean like like watching like you casting Fist of Fury and watching your clone just like run to the boss and start auto attacking because or the ad because he decided not to use your storm, your Fist of Fury when he wanted to, or Fist of Fury out in BFE, and watch him just sit there like looking like he's doing dance moves by himself. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, but that's not a nerf. That's expected behavior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you're like going the one, to benefit yeah. from your glyphs. Why would you expect that? <laughs> yeah, and that, that's like the, the one thing that's just, oh, it's so frustrating for me, especially doing like, you know, Bragg Spore, and then it was mainly or uh, Twin Orgron, where you're like, Sitting there on one, you're wailing away, and you just like, oh, good, it got proc, you know, pop your tiger eye, fist of fear, you're like, yes, here comes the damage, and you look, and there's like your clone just sitting out there, like going, yeah, I'm, I'm punching the air over here, I'm like doing some training or something. <laughs> um, and I think also the one thing too I notice a lot as well is there's a vast delay in how checks is performed on the SEF clone, so I think that maybe just be how the spell interacts and how it registers in, within the cliner visually. But it does seem like it's a hair behind what you're casting, and I think sometimes maybe it gets overloaded I in the priority list. Or that. yeah, I haven't yeah. noticed that at all. If it's uh, out of if it's out here. of range, I think it maybe it's because what happens is like if you're jabbing and say it's running like for instance on I noticed this on Iron Maiden, you know, casting it on uh, Soraka and then running out and it runs out after him and it's like running in and you're casting a four checks explosion, it doesn't cast it at all. It just ignores it because it has to be into jab and it's out of jab range. And I think what they need to do is they need to eliminate they need to eliminate the oh yeah. we have to be in melee to actually damage it. it just, it'll just do it wherever it's at it has an unlimited melee range. What they need to do casting. is recode it instead of having it yeah. coded to basically act as a pet. What they need to do is have it act as a multi dot. Whereas yeah. you know maybe the pet is just a flavor item and then have it actually applying it through the debuff that actually does appear on whatever your target is because. That would make sense. And and it's also what it happens. I mean, I think that's actually how the rogue talent is coded that way. It's more like a dot than a like a, like a pet. But yeah. I'm not positive on it. The rogue uh, the rogue talent was like what the clone shadow clone or whatever, which one that is. But I, it's very interesting to me because I think that's what's uh, the problem that 
I think developers at least currently are having with Monk uh, damage in general is that they look at SCF like Iron Maidens where, okay, they're going to be stacked up 80%, 90% of the time. So you're going to be doing an insane amount of damage because that's how the that's how Storm Earth and Fire is supposed to interact. I mean, you're interacting it correctly. The the clones are always jabbing the target to get the cheat. They're always duplicating everything. So it looks no, so OP, no, they, right? Uh, no, the uh, ads do not uh, generate cheat for themselves. They just copy whatever you do. Supposed to, but that's the way. But they're not, though. I, they're actually they're not. not. Yeah, they're not actually doing that sometimes. Sometimes they actually do not. I think what happens is they're supposed to jab, but they're outside of range, and then they try to jab, but they come in and they're trying to do a checks, but they the checks gets overridden by another spell. I think what, they have like a short priority queue list or something. I mean, it just it's weird because I've seen it happen to where I do like a four checks and I don't see my clones damage on there if they're running in, like if it's a two target fight. I've seen that happen quite a few times. So yeah, you in, may have to send me some logs for that to take a look at it because I haven't because I didn't notice it at all during Iron could, Maidens. That's like the only fight that I've actually. Yeah, I mean, used it, it could be it could be also that I'm seeing maybe a visual bug or something. But I, you know, I have it when it tracks and it says what's attacking it, and I don't see my clones damage on there. But you know, maybe the boss that it didn't have like the spread radius wasn't close enough to be able to spread to the other ones. But I've seen that happen to where like it's just running in and nothing's ha- like it's not casting anything. But then I've also seen it to where I can see it running after a boss and then casting stuff, and I can see the like the visual explosions. But I'll, I'll definitely have to like track it down. Which I can't remember which boss it was, but I've seen it just happen you know periodically at some point. Yeah, um, see, I I always notice um, the three clone checks because I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's like one of my most favorite things is to see like three different explosions go off on something. <laughs> Yeah, but but I think the, the the main thing though is having it to where they have like an unlimited melee range will be the best thing, because then they could balance it. Because okay, so they're not worried like or like you mentioned the dot where it's like okay, we're not worried about at all about anything relative to uh, you know positioning requirements or anything like that. We understand that it, it's going to be uh, you know it's going to be better easier for them to balance that particular spell. Therefore, it doesn't look like monks are stupidly strong. You know, on like Iron Maiden, so we have to nerf them overall because they look really strong, type of thing. Yeah, and well, if they nerf us, I hope they're also nerfing like warlocks and fire mages. <laughs> warriors, just saying, <laughs> or warriors, no, maybe. No, yeah, no, no, fire mages because of the freaking two piece uh, tier seventeen. Well, the two piece and yeah. also their uh, either uh, what is it, the crystal that they can place and do Prismatic damage. Crystal, yeah. yeah, it's a, that uh, thing's so strong. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't nerf us based upon mages right now. Like we were mm-hmm. probably nerfed based on Twin Ogren back in the day, but even fire mages I think are slightly stronger than us for um, two or three targets stacked. Yeah, I I think it's overall it's just going to be one of those things we'll have to keep an eye on. Um, hopefully, you know, I'm not sure when 6.2 is going to be coming out. I mean, it looks like P- they were PTR. They had some changes on there for I think it was just like a update to something but no that's like 6.1.3 and that's just mostly for okay. uh the, the wow token oh yeah. that's right the 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 guild our gold to money whatever thing yeah, oh. free, free to play <laughs> yeah free to play <laughs> <laughs> rip rest of pepperonis <laughs> yep um but uh i guess you know if I think everything look, looks good for the monk. I mean, personally, I just I think they're a really good spot. Obviously, Brewmaster and Mistweaver are an insanely better spot than I think Windwalker is currently. Um, I you know only you know obviously for healers it's going to be dependent on the fight. Unfortunately, like you know some classes like a shaman are just stronger than others, and you know 
you know, priests, you know, vice versa, you know, so some monk healers are maybe getting sat for some bosses in particular, but it's just because other classes just have like more cooldowns. Um, but, you know, brewmaster is like the OP tank right now. Everybody wants to be a brewmaster and then they're going to nerf them and then they're going to be sad and have to like abandon them again. Well, I th- well, I have to agree with what uh, Watcher mentioned at one point is the fact that it's the fight mechanics are just designed for brewmasters. Yeah. It's just mostly uh, physical damage. And so it's like, and that's where uh, brewmasters excel at. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and so we'll have to see how it plays forward with that. Um, is there any last comments or anything you guys want to talk about? I think we kind of wrapped everything up. Stop asking me about my haste and chant. I don't even have one anymore. <laughs> well, why you, why you put haste and chant, Kelly? You so dumb. Yeah, no, I, I see that all the time. It's like, do you guys not look at the fact that they're actually extremely close and it just depends on preference? You just need to stop listening to uh, Mist and Pika Serenity. <laughs> uh, as for me, I I think we're doing just fine. Uh, uh, I could... I can see some improvements here and there, but otherwise I think we're in good a spot. Yeah. I think, I think that, that unnerf helped us a lot out. I think, I think I was like, okay, now we're perfect. I mean, at least for me, I mean, obviously like you mentioned, Hina toned back the SCF a little bit, but uh, yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting going forward. Uh, but if you want to yell at Callie for her haste and chant, you can go and tweet her at, at Callie monk on Twitter, C A L L I M O N K. And then at Hina lover on Twitter, H I N A L O V E R. Give them a nice tweet. Tell them they're bad. You know, just like you, always, just like you have to do out there. I mean, that's that's how everything goes, right? That's when you know you're oh, yeah. you're doing yeah. well. Well, you, well, you could say uh, I'm bad because I'm only one out of uh, ten mythics. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, well, I one at uh, one's own pace is what I always say. <laughs> yep. Uh, but if you want to get in contact with the show, you can reach us on Twitter at Monk Podcast. Uh, show at MonkCraftPodcast.com and then MonkCraftPodcast.com with all the archived episodes on there. And uh, that's going to be pretty much this week. So, again, thanks, Callie and Hina, for uh, joining this week. It's been really great talking talking monks again. Hopefully next time we have you on, we'll have more information on uh, Windwalkers. Hopefully it'll be like maybe a 6.2 water cooler or something. Oh, yeah. Yep. Sounds good. And then we uh, thank you for listening this, uh, this week and every week on Minecraft Podcast. Take care.